Chapter 27 of Arona, The Wastelands of Utakala Descending the ladders from Skylar was much easier, and before long, we were at the last platform. Three porters came with us down the ladders, carrying 100 pounds of Quan each. From there, we were flown by the Skyhawks down to the sand below. I never thought I could miss the dunes, but I did. It felt great to be back on solid ground. Hurry! yelled the king. He quickly mounted his horse and rode off to the northwest. We rode the rest of that day, until I could see the back end of the slow-moving army to the west, along the shore. It took us hours to ride to the front of the now-combined armies of Nudonia, Nonia, and Indusland. Eventually, we came to a stop at the top of one of the dunes. The wastelands of Asutakala, said the king. In the distance, I could see a vast, barren, flat land without much vegetation and many rock croppings. We continued to ride until we came to the very front of the army, where the other kings, queens, and their generals were stopped and setting up camp. We'll sleep here tonight. Tomorrow we will enter the wastelands, Richard told Chelsea before riding off. I followed the princess as she rode towards her tent that was starting to be put up. I'm surprised how accepting your grandfather is of me. Is it because the man you are betrothed to is dead? Mm, no, it's not just that. She looked up at me, nervous and a little embarrassed to continue. Do you remember how you told me that you had seen me in a vision and that you knew we were meant to be together? Yeah, of course. Well, I too have had many visions and dreams, all my life in fact. It is a side effect of the Pier Rome from my grandfather's spring. It took me some time, but I finally realized you were the one in those dreams. We are destined to be together. I felt a warm sensation come over me. I knew it! I could never see your face in my visions growing up, but I would see us together doing many other things. I saw us visiting Skylar together, traveling to Gaston. She blushed then. And having children. How did you finally know it was me? It's hard to explain. I think I knew it was you from the first moment I saw you. A feeling I had. Aronic visions are very difficult to interpret. I knew for certain the first time I saw you with your shirt off. I hadn't seen your face in my dreams, but I'd seen that big scar on your stomach from the plane accident. And your hands. I'd seen your hands many times. I just looked at her and smiled slightly, saying nothing. It felt so good to hear all of this, for it confirmed all my hopes. I've told my grandfather of all this. There is nothing he can do now. He knows more than anyone the power of an Aron-induced vision. This is wonderful news! Now I can inform my mother, the witch, that she can lift the spell hiding the warts that completely cover my body. She laughed. Careful. Maybe my grandfather's right. Maybe my visions are blurred. For the next few days, we passed through the barren wastelands. Chelsea explained further that these were some of the most dangerous lands on Arona, ruled not by a king or queen, but instead by an ever-changing group of warlords who were constantly battling for supremacy. Most of the slaves on Arona are bought and sold here. Fortunately, because of the size of our enormous army, we had nothing to fear. 
Anyone we encountered would scatter like rats into caves or strange shanty homes as we rode by. We would have been attacked by now if it's not for our size, said the princess. Where are we going? Where are the mercenaries? She pointed to a sprawling desert city that came into view just as we reached the top of the hill. There. It looked like a city of slums. There weren't any protective walls surrounding it, and most of the buildings were low to the ground, nearly falling over. Come on, my grandfather and the other sovereigns are going into the city, she said, riding towards the front. As we entered one of the main streets, trash and dust blew by. Various creatures and beings came out to view our impressive entourage of kings, queens, and countless knights and bodyguards. The bulk of the army waited on the hillside, with instructions to attack if we didn't return by nightfall. The scum of Arona resides here, fleeing their kingdoms in search of a life of crime and war. Many choose to come here in search of power, riches, or illegal substances, explained the princess. Other less fortunate beings come here because they are kingdomless and simply have nowhere else to go. Outcasts, really. Poor souls. Still others are captured and brought here to be slaves. We rode through the city, past dead bodies and complete and utter filth. Finally, we came to the center of the city and rode it to a large open market. I dismounted my horse and followed the princess and king as they approached a fat creature that looked like a cross between a human man and an ostrich. You're too late. Russo's men were here weeks ago, hiring everyone they could. Those men are now dead, replied King Richard. Their bodies now rest in mass graves in Nudonia. I can pay twice what Russo paid, and the men who march with me will live and enjoy the spoils of war. The man signaled to several nearby men, who rode off on their strange creatures. Others blew loud horns and other instruments, and before long, beings of all types started to pour into the market, ready to enlist. Half now, half when Castone is captured and the cat is dead. By accepting this payment you agree to these terms, deserters will be killed, yelled General Didier as a man next to him handed out pieces of quan to a line of mixed-race men and women with all sorts of weapons in their hands. We leave at dawn. Once you accept this first payment, you will be taken to join our army and will not be permitted to leave. Make sure you have your weapons and are ready for the long journey before you take payment. Dawn came quickly and we marched out of the wastelands and continued our journey northwest to Gaston. Weeks passed, and Richard and his allies continued to persuade the smaller kingdoms to join us. Those that would not were threatened, but not attacked. Richard said that each would have to face their own consequences in due time. Every kingdom that had lost their supply of our own joined us. There were only a few of the kingdoms still being supplied our own by a cot that would not join. The constant riding was difficult, but I didn't mind. I knew that every night I would be able to spend time with the princess, and that kept me going. Our army now seemed to go on forever. Humans, strange animals, and beings of all shapes and sizes marched in unison in an endless line. Late one afternoon, I heard many horns blaring in front of me.
are finally here, said the princess. The siege of Castone was about to begin. That's it for this chapter of Arona. If you're tired of waiting for me to upload new chapters, you can read the rest of the book on my Patreon page. Anyone who donates just one dollar or more will have access to all of book one. You can go and download it there now. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Adam James. The link is in my details. Thanks again to all my patrons for your support. You guys make these episodes possible. I'll try to be back here as soon as I can with the next chapter. Bye for now.